smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone i'm molik from mint's personal finance team in today's episode of why not mint money i'll be speaking with neeraj agarwala who is a partner at nangya anderson india on how to claim tax exemption on capital gains from the sale of a house When you sell a real estate property then the capital gains if any on it are taxed just like it is with any other asset but if you want to save yourself from paying capital gains tax on a property sale then section 54 of the income tax act can come to your rescue obviously as with most other things certain terms and conditions apply for example you can get tax exemption only on the long term capital gains that is if you make any gain on selling a property after you've held it for at least 2 years similarly you can qualify for tax exemption under the section only if you buy another residential property within 2 years of selling the old property now you can also claim exemption if you do it the other way around but there's one slight difference so for example if you first buy a new house and then sell the old house on which you make capital gains then to claim exemption from tax you must ensure that the two transactions shouldn't be apart by more than one year like this there are several other terms and conditions to know more let's hear it from neeraj hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey hi neeraj Happy to have you on the Why Not Mint Money podcast once again. Thank you, Molly. It's lovely to be here, and I'm here to help you with all your questions. Sure. Thank you so forward. much for having me here. Yeah. So, how are you doing, uh, Neeraj? Uh, all uh, good at your end? Absolutely. It's been wonderful. Uh, so, you're looking forward for the Christmas vacations and for the year end. You You have any travel plans uh, coming up? Uh, not the. December end, but in March during the spring break, we would be traveling somewhere. Oh, okay. I I hope you have a good trip then. Thank you so much. So Neeraj, kind of now uh, coming back to uh, Section fifty four of the Income Tax Act. My understanding is that you can claim this exemption only on sale of a residential property. So uh, when you say residential property, does the property mean it could be something you bought or you've constructed, and uh, does it even include uh, land uh, land sales? So, what the Act basically says, it has to be a building and land which is attached to the building, provi- mm-hmm. provided that that unit is being used as a residential house. Okay. So you cannot have only a plot of land, but if the plot of land is with the building and you are selling the the building or the unit, uh, you will be able to claim long term. Uh, you will be able to claim tax exemption under fifty four. Okay, so basically, one, you should make sure that it's going to be used for a residential purpose, and two, yes. in the case of land, it should not just be a plot of land, but there should be a building or some uh, construction done on it. Absolutely. Neeraj, so my understanding is that uh, in cases where you uh, sell a property and then you want to claim exemption on the capital gains made on that, you have to buy another new property within two years of the sale date of the old property. Uh, now the section also allows you to uh, buy a property by basically buy construct the property. So in the case of where you are constructing a property, is it the same two year condition or is there a different uh, condition that applies? Okay, so if you are doing an outright purchase, then the condition is two years after the date of transfer, 
and if you are constructing a property then the construction has to be completed and the unit has to be habitable within 3 years from the date of transfer okay got it so in this case instead of 2 years it's a 3 year period that you have yes and just another point to be noted that in both the condition you can also acquire the u unit mm-hmm. either by outright purchase or by construction one year before the date of transfer Okay, in that case, there is no difference in the time period, whether it's a construction or uh, whether it's a newly bought property. Absolutely. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, this thing about where you can actually buy a new property even before you sell another one kind of brings another question to my mind. Um, so, you know, we talk about this exemption on capital gains. Uh, so, uh, is it the case that the capital gains amount that is there has to be used only for buying a new property or you know you have to satisfy the condition under section 54 but the capital gains amount itself can be used for anything that you would like to use it for so the reason why i ask this question is uh, for someone who has actually bought a property before they sell off the old one uh, by the time they actually sell off the property they may actually be paying off their home loan emi so can they use this capital gains amount to pay off their home loan emi because they have still satisfied that one year condition yes absolutely so they will get it and the very fact that you are allowed to purchase a property before even earning the capital gains right is demonstrative of the fact that you don't need to utilize the capital gains directly for purchasing the new property so you could have purchased the new property from other sources it could be from your savings or from a home loan from any source and then you could have earned the capital gains on a subsequent sale right and the same logic will apply when you uh you know to buy the new unit after the transfer or after earning the capital gains okay so for all practical purposes you could basically use that capital gains amount for anything you want not just paying off your home loan emi absolutely okay sure um also uh, one of the important question uh, so you know when we talk about this exemption is there like a certain limit to the exemption that you can claim and are there any rules around that yes so i think two very important rules that have been introduced mm-hmm. one is uh, it is a this exemption you can claim only once in a lifetime okay so you cannot buy sell buy sell residential property Uh, on an ongoing basis okay and continuously claim the exemption it's a one time exemption that is available so that's a you know that's something that you should consider and keep in mind mm-hmm. and the other consideration is um, there is a upper limit of 2 crores of capital gains okay and that is when you are purchasing two flats So if I have a capital gains of up to two crores, I'm mm-hmm. allowed to invest in two residential units. Okay. But if I have a capital gains of more than two crores, I can only purchase one residential unit. Okay, got. So if you have, let's say, a capital gains of three crores. Okay. Okay, and if you invest in two residential units of two crores each, mm-hmm. then for calculation purposes for section 54 we will consider only one unit which is of 2 crores okay 
and you will get exemption of up to two crores, and on one crore you will need to pay taxes. Okay, okay. So if the capital gain is less than two crores, then they can take the amount invested for both the residential units together. They can aggregate the the amount. Okay. But if the capital gains is more than two crores, they cannot aggregate the amount. They will have to take the amount invested in any one unit. So obviously they will take the the more expensive unit. Okay, understood. And, and maximize the capital gain exemption. Okay, so in a situation where somebody is selling off one property and just buying one property, uh, will this limit even apply in those cases? No, if you are just buying one property, then there is no uh, monetary limit. Okay. The only the only restriction is that the amount that you reinvest in the new property mm-hmm. has to be. Uh, more than the capital gains that you have earned. Okay, and you can claim exemption only up to the extent of the capital gains, even though Absolutely. what you're investing in the property is higher than that. Absolutely. Okay, so basically you're saying that I can't have a situation where my capital gains is say one crore, and I invest say maybe eighty lakhs in a property. Yes, you can definitely do that. In that case, twenty lakhs will be taxable. Understood. Got it. So basically, between the two, whichever is the lower amount. Correct. Okay. Sure. Um, then, kind of also wanted to understand one thing uh, from a taxation perspective. Uh, now, if you have a property which is jointly held, uh, the property that you have uh, bought. Uh, then can both the holders claim this exemption so if it is a joint property and it is sold by both the joint holders mm-hmm. then each joint holders exemption will be examined separately independently okay so both of them will have based on their proportionate ownership capital gains in their individual hands mm-hmm. and they will have to invest in a new property and okay. all the conditions that Are prescribed in Section 54 will apply to each of them independently. Okay. Only thing is the exe- the the extent of the exemption will be to the extent of their share in the property. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So uh, the Neeraj kind of coming to uh, something slightly different. So you know, in situations where people have sold off a property and they've got the capital gains money. uh but they still need some time to invest it in another property uh my understanding is that suppose the income tax return filing deadline kind of you know you reach that date in the particular year so in that situation people will probably have to park it in the capital account capital gains account scheme so uh, once you park the money here uh you still have to go by the two year limit yes so you can definitely park the money in a capital gains tax scheme So this is a scheme which is offered by most of the nationalized banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interest that you get is obviously subsidized. It's almost the same as a savings account, so it would not be more than two to three percent. Okay. And you have to utilize this funds to purchase a new unit. Mm-hmm. And the other conditions of Section fifty-four, which is that you have to purchase a new unit within two years or construct a new unit within three years, will apply to you. and okay. the funds will have to be um utilized in for the acquisition of that new of the new unit okay so in short basically you are parking your your money in this scheme only as a stop gap arrangement you still have to do whatever you had to do under the scheme absolutely it is just somewhere where you have to 
you know the the funds are earmarked and kept separately you cannot utilize it for any other uh, speculative or any other purposes okay sure that that kind of makes sense uh, so neeraj that's about it so that was very useful information thanks a lot uh, for your time you're most welcome i'm happy to be here yeah thanks a lot So that's it for now listeners thanks for tuning in if you have any personal finance questions you can email them to us at mintmoney@lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on twitter my twitter handle is @molik_madhu that is m a u l i k m a d h u uh yeah so that's about it uh, neeraj okay thanks a lot This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.